0: In this podcast, we will be talking about ghosts, aliens, murder, and true crime. User discretion is advised. So, I'm Laura.
1: And I'm Candy. And we are We Love Dead
0: Things. And today we're talking about our stories. Like what got us into ghosts and aliens and all that other creepy weird shit.
1: Just kind of pile it all together. One day we'll talk about ghosts and one of us could talk about something else. That way it's not all one thing consistently. Yeah. Spice it up. I like spice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Since we're using voice the corn while I eat spicy <laughs> cheese. Uh okay. Why don't you go first? Okay. I guess I can tell my story first. Um so when I was younger, my grandma passed away, and we had just bought this new house. Like it was brand new. My dad sold his boat to get this house and had it built, and it turned out pink, which was a mistake. It was supposed to be tan, but it turned out pink. <laughs> <laughs> and we made fun of it. And everybody's like, why do you live in a pink house? But um, it would make more sense, sense if
1: you guys were already here in Arizona.
0: Yeah, I know. It was up in Oregon and it was pink. <laughs> but um, so we, it was brand new. Like there obviously shouldn't have been a ghost or anything there. Cause like nobody had died or anything. But after my grandma passed away, I started seeing like this dark, shadow in the corner, especially when I was sitting in the living room, and it would be in that corner, like behind me. And I'm totally pointing this out, but you guys can't see at all. So this helps, right? Um, But it'd be in the corner by behind me, and I could see it if I looked in that direction, which I usually did, because I saw it. And it didn't freak me out, though. Like, it was pretty comforting. I feel like it was probably my grandma visiting me or something. And that was like, the first time. That I really encountered ghosts. Or I think I encountered ghosts. But I have a couple other stories too.
1: It was probably your
0: grandma. Yeah. I like to think so.
1: It's always more comforting that way.
0: Yeah. No, I'm good.
1: (laughs) It's going to be on the the episode.
0: You want some? (laughs) She has pepperoni, salami, and pepper jack cheese and she's offering me some and it's spicy
1: and I like spicy things of course voice spice recorder (laughs) obviously (laughs) well we can keep it on the grandmother track I what is it my grandmother passed away when I was just shy of my fifth birthday like literally within the month and so many days and so I remember it was like a couple months later already into the fall, maybe, because I was wearing regular pajamas. This happened when I was asleep. I remember waking up because somebody sat on my bed. So I wake up, and I sit up, and there she is. She's just chilling in my room, sitting on the side of my bed. But she wasn't the same way she was when she was alive. My grandmother had cancer, and nobody realized she had cancer until she was already very sick, and we were losing her. So... She's sitting there, and she's on my bed. She was in her burial dress, and she just looked epic. Like, she was so beautiful, and she was beautiful when she was alive. But she just looked, like, extra beautiful because she was kind of shiny. And this is coming from the mind of a four-year-old. So she probably wasn't shiny, but, like, in my head, she was. like With a unicorn horn sticking no, out? No, like, touched by an angel-style shiny. Like, she was backlit um she just looks super epic and this is 1996 so no 1994 so (laughs) that was a big deal back then so that's how I would have seen her um and she wasn't talking to me in English she barely spoke English so she wouldn't have talked to me in English in the first place but she was just telling me that she would always be there with me and to tell my grandpa not to be sad anymore so I tell her okay and that I'm glad I got to see her again. When I was little and you know I didn't know any better, but I told her I'm happy I saw her. I wasn't the closest with her, I was more my grandfather's grandkid than hers because I just cowboys, I stick to cowboys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so You know, I I was just really glad that she came to see me. And so, honestly, I'm the only person in my family who has seen her, and it's been almost 25 years. Um, No, it has been 25 years. Yeah, it's been 25 years now. Um, But it was just—it was really dramatic to me because she tells me this, and she gives me a hug, and she tucks me back into the bed, and I guess I fell back asleep pretty quickly. But the next morning, I remember getting up. And I am just so giddy and I race down the hall and I go tell my mom and I'm like, mom, I got to see my mama last night. My mom doesn't understand what I'm talking about. and I'm just sitting there bouncing around telling her like, I saw her. She came to my room and she was in the purple dress, the dresses she wore in her cast. And that's what I called a casket because I was little. I didn't know that it was called a <laughs> casket. And I was telling her like, she said that she was going to be with me and she said to tell grandpa that not to be sad anymore because my grandfather was such a strong person. He never let anybody know that he was upset. He, did, he got mad at the doctor when the doctor told my mom he had cancer. He couldn't talk, but he got mad at the doctor. So like stuff like that, like I told him that he got very emotional. He was an extremely emotional person, but it was like it was a big deal. And my entire family, it was such a big deal with all of them. I was so little and I was the person that they went and told where I've got extremely religious relatives that it would have made more sense for them to hear yeah. or see her instead of her coming to a little kid. But. I well,
0: I kind of wonder because like when you said it happened, like within a month of your birthday, my grandma died two days before my birthday, mm-hmm. like legit two days before my birthday, she died. So, but I was like, I think I was turning seven that year. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. It was first grade, second grade, somewhere around then. So six, seven. Yeah. Because I could play in the tunnels at school. This is how (laughs) I remember. (laughs) So, So, but um, it happened right before mine. Mm -hmm. And my mom never said anything about seeing my grandma. I don't know if my dad would have because she did not like my dad. (laughs) So She might have, just to take him off. (laughs) She's the one who was carrying the knife through the house. Oh, my gosh. So, I wonder if that's why, because yours happened right
1: before your birthday, too. But then that's why my mom, I was always wondering when my mom I've seen her, their birthday is the same. And she passed away, I think, like a week or two before their birthday. Because I remember her and then my mom's older sister that passed away a few years ago, their birthdays are or their passing dates are right on top of each other. Like my Thea, I think, is like a week before my grandmother, and I think my grandmother was like a week before their birthday at the end of May. So I'm not one hundred percent sure. It's been a really long time.
0: And it could just be because like kids believe anything that they see, you know, mm-hmm. like and kids don't have that like that I don't know what to call it, like that barrier. Where, like, if it was your mom, she might not want to be like, hey, dad, stop being upset. Right. (laughs) You know, but, like, you're a kid, so, you know, of course you're going to repeat it no matter what. So it could have been that. Well, and we're – my family is
1: Catholic, so we're more into the whole belief that, like, a spirit of a loved one is more likely to come to a small child than an adult. Because we're less likely to – as little kids, we're less likely to say – Oh, well, it's just been a really stressful week. I'm hallucinating. The little kid's more like, oh, hell yeah, I got visited by my grandmother. I know she's dead. <laughs> like, I was fully comprehensive of the fact that she was dead. I went to her funeral. I touched her. I Very morbid curiosity at a very young age. I wanted to, like, reach out and touch her. I was the smallest person there, and I was one of the youngest people willing to get near her. Yeah. All of my cousins who were a little bit older than me, um, not really a little bit older than me. They were teenagers. Even they were paranoid about getting too close. But I was like, okay, I'll go over here. And I like reached in and I touched her hand and I was trying to figure out if she was so cold. And I gave her a flower because I was like, oh, she might like this because she likes roses. That's why I was touching on my back. Um, and she I was like, maybe I should have to school for mortuary science.
0: I don't know if I could do that. I thought about it, but I don't know. There's like... I could touch a dead body, but being in a room of dead bodies and my fascination with zombies do not go well and
1: well. (laughs) I don't like zombies, so I think that's why I would have been okay with it.
0: Oh, I love zombies. The only
1: problem is my nose is extremely sensitive, Mm -hmm. and I can deal with almost any scent. I'm that person who can hang out to a dairy and be perfectly fine. The smell doesn't bother me. You get everything around formaldehyde, and I start to go woozy.
0: Yeah.
1: Only formaldehyde. Everything else
0: doesn't bother me. Well, I got that too for at work one time. <laughs> I bet that would have bothered you. Maybe I don't know,
1: <laughs> but but I mean, I have also had people throw cats at my head. Yeah. And,
0: Yep. That doesn't bother me. Yep.
1: Those gross things don't bother me.
0: Me either. It's ever vomit. It only vomit. I can't deal with the noise. If you can vomit quietly, I'm okay. But if you make noise while
1: you're vomiting, I'm like. It's not even the wretched <laughs> noise for me. It's the sound of the vomit landing. So like the clump oh. when it lands in the toilet or the splatter when it lands on the ground or the thud if it goes into a trash can. I that's like kind
0: of that. weird because that's like a normal noise too. Like mm-hmm. there's the only difference about that noise is you know if somebody's puking. And that's why I don't like it. Huh. But even that's though the smell doesn't bother me. That's interesting. Yeah, it sp- depends on what they puke up. It bothers me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Certain things smell way worse than others. Alcohol vomit is so much worse than, like, sour stomach.
0: Yeah. The sour stomach tastes grosser. Ugh, Ugh. Alcohol vomit tastes oh, grosser. I gross myself out now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I the only time I got drunk and puked was when I had
1: buttery nipples. Those things are hell. Yeah.
0: Because you sit there and you
1: drink, like, 20 of them because they're delicious and then they come back up later and they don't like you.
0: Yeah. That's because, yeah, it's too much dairy. Yeah. They're really good. Just tip, don't drink more than 10.
1: <laughs> don't drink more than four.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably four.
1: <laughs> these are little shots.
0: I don't know how many I had. It but...
1: it just gave me, a like, this giant cup right here, but a buttery nipple, I would drink it.
0: Yeah, I would
1: too. I did that before. It would be so long. And then puked. <laughs> I did that with one year we went to a bar, and they gave us these little half-gallon jugs. Um, and it had, like, nine straws in it of um sex on the beach yeah it was full of sex on the beach and it was supposed to be shared between like nine different people but me and my roommate decided who could drink the longest oh so after two <laughs> minutes my roommate realized she couldn't stop or she needed to stop she needed to come up for air <laughs> for like 12 years i didn't need to come up for air as soon as quickly as yeah. she did so like she hit the two minute mark and three minutes later i finally need to come up for air
0: <laughs> oh it that would have killed me. Uh, it was pretty good, though. We're going to need a third person to keep us on track. We really are. <laughs> good luck, you guys. Um, We've got my boyfriend here, and he can keep us on track, but he won't. He's playing a game on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So what's got you interested in aliens? Aliens. My mom was Ancient Aliens. Yeah. You know that dude with the, like the meme. I remember seeing that dude all the time. I on the episode aliens. when he does that. Yeah. Like, I just, I grew up on Ancient Aliens. I really don't have any, like, personal experiences with aliens because I don't think I would be doing a podcast online if I, if I was worried about that. I'd be more worried about the government coming after me. But I grew up with, you know, X Files, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, like all these alien shows. And then my mom with Ancient Aliens and Unexplained UFOs or whatever show was on back then. And I just got really into them.
1: I haven't seen anything though. I may have seen something, but I'm not sure. I really don't know. We live, my parents live in the middle of nowhere. But it's, like, super close to the city still, so whatever I see could very easily be city lights. Yeah. So we really don't know, especially out there. And actually, if you go and you drive down the road going towards my parents' house, if you look at just the right moment, you can see um, interstate overpass lights and... If you're not paying attention, but you look at it and you see it, you'd swear to God is UFO. Which is what I thought going home at 4 o'clock in the morning when I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be. So then, of course, I am the most genius human on the planet. I go racing to find my dad, who <laughs> at the time was having an issue sleeping lying down because his sciatica was super bad. So he was asleep on the recliner in the living room. <laughs> And I go racing into the house instead of sneaking in the back door and crawling through like I normally would. Yeah. Um, So I just run through the front door. Dad, I saw you. I saw you. And I drug him out of his chair. And I made him run down the street with me. Instead of getting in the truck and driving like a normal person, (laughs) I make him run like a quarter of a mile down the street. And then we're looking and he starts laughing at me. And he's like, that's the overpass light from the interstate. (laughs) And then I got in trouble for waking him up at 4 o'clock in the morning. To this day, he has not questioned why I saw at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> Half a mile away from your house. Yeah, we're not going to let him know about that.
0: Yeah, I don't have any stories. I know you live down here. I don't
1: even know when Phoenix Lights happened, in actually. In the mid to late 90s. I remember yeah. it. it. was all over the news. It was a big deal. Somebody said something like that also happened in the 80s. I wasn't even alive for that. Yeah. Or well, if it happened in 89, I wouldn't have even been in the state. But I know when the Phoenix Lights happened, that was all over the news. There was a lot of documentaries on it. My dad would talk about it a lot. Yeah. Because he wanted to experience it. He never got the chance, unfortunately. Mm. Poor guy. To this day, I'm sure if he could, he would totally. My dad is the sci-fi key.
0: He's going to be outside with his telescope. Man, telescope.
1: He's got his military binoculars from when he was in the army. He's sitting there on a cot, staring and waiting with his shotgun ready in case an <laughs> alien tries to come and get him. Because Lord knows they're not going to take him without getting shot by the out 6
0: It's the way to do it. Man. Man, if
1: they came in peace, they would not be in peace after that. No, they would not. And oh. sure as gold well wouldn't want to be peaceful with us. i like, some redneck in Arizona tried to shoot me. I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> Saying hi did not happen.
0: Yeah. So, Laura, what got you into true crime?
1: Finally, I can blame my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can blame my mom. She loves all things violent. She, you can't tell by looking at my mom. She's so tiny. And, like, she doesn't look like it, but... Violent movies, violent TV shows If something violent comes up on the news She'll tell you to shut up And she'll turn up the volume So she can hear it at top speed um, She's just always been interested in it So it got me interested in it I am a creature of whatever is around me yeah. If you talk about it enough Or it comes on TV enough I'm going to be interested with whether I want to or not Yeah So That's- I just Kind of stuck with it How about you?
0: Pretty much the same. I don't, we didn't watch like, like, Investigation Discovery or shows like that, but my parents were into like CSI, you know, <laughs> NCIS, like all of those shows, and I just remember the watching them. Well, Criminal Minds wasn't around when we were kids, you know? I've had this morbid curiosity about true crime and death since I was a kid, because I'm weird like that, but... It sounds really weird when the AC goes off. It does. It gets <laughs> quiet. It just got really quiet. Um, <clears throat> But, like, yeah, that was just it. Like, my mom and dad watched, like, CSI. And then, of course, you know, you're a kid, so you think everything happens, like, CSI. Mm-hmm. And then you become an adult, and you start watching all the true, true, true crime shows on, you know, ID and stuff like that. And you're like, wait, that shit ain't real. So, it's actually kind of depressing when it's not. Yeah, but then it's kind of cool to find out like the ways they figure things out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they do some really
1: weird stuff to solve crimes. They do. Some pretty interesting stuff's been going on. I know now if you put in your info, your DNA through a they send it off to a fourth party lab that will give your DNA to the FBI. I don't know if it's exactly that way. Like, obviously, there's more to it. Because a lot of people are now, thanks to Eron's getting caught, they're catching more and more cold case through DNA.
0: Yeah, like the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Yeah. Same person. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm going to tell my kids they can't have my DNA. I'm just going to adopt. If you adopt, you're good. If you ever want to commit murder yeah, and never get late. caught, forty years later, <laughs> if you just adopt, you're good.
1: We're, we're, we're a little bit late then. Just a little bit. Yeah, you already had a kid. Good luck. <laughs> I'll just uh, convince her that big brother is a thing and that she can't submit her DNA because her pop is crazy and you never know what's going to happen. And then watch with My mom because she's the least <laughs> suspecting human on the planet. She's so small. <laughs> You yeah. would never see
0: that coming. They would, they would just let her into the house. They would. And they'd try to, like, offer her coffee or something. And then she'd just kill them. And they'd be like, but why? And my mom <laughs> knows how to use a gun, too. So that's
1: the worst part. Like, she's this tiny little four-foot-nine, like, typical-looking Mexican grandmother. But, like, she knows how to use a shotgun. <laughs>
0: You know, it's funny. I haven't told you this, but my mom's like 4'9".
1: <laughs> She's like really small.
0: That's where I get it from because my brother is like tall and my dad's tall, but. I'm in the
1: middle. Not really. Yeah, I'm technically in the middle.
0: <laughs> I'm only in
1: the middle because I'm three inches taller than my mom.
0: Yeah. Same here.
1: If I put on shoes, I'm considerably taller than my mom. mom five inches taller than my mom. I guess that makes a difference. The size of the phone. We went shopping yesterday and like the top of my mom's head, which this includes her hair, um, came up to like my lip, the top lip.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which makes me feel incredibly tall because <laughs> I was wearing my Skechers, which are thick soled to help my freaking old lady feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then my mom was wearing the flattest sandals on the planet. She's got the same foot problem I do, so she should be wearing those in the first place. Yeah. But So her shoes were half an inch thick. Mine are like four inches thick. So that set me an additional four inches taller than I actually am. So when I wear shoes, I'm average height, which is really pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) I have to put on thick-soled sneakers to be the same height as the average 29-year-old female. That's really sad.
0: What is the average? 5'5", 5'6". 5'5", Yeah, I'd have to do that too.
1: Yeah, am Two inches at least. Yeah. Got a loving five, one, And then my mom jokes around because we're joking about something. Was, she's like, you can't let me get lost. Somebody might try to take me. <laughs> and
0: I was like, how do you know they won't
1: try to take me? I'm not that much taller than you. <laughs> but I look meaner than my mom, so there's less likely of a chance of anybody even wanting to approach me. Yeah. That's the best thing about having RBF. Yeah. People don't like talking to me.
0: I don't, I don't know if I have a resting bitch face. I don't look at myself in the mirror like that. I've been told I look mean for the last 25 years. You know who has a resting bitch face really bad? Our boss. Well, and Joe. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Joe does. Joe does.
1: All the time.
0: Joe's our coworker, and he like will be sitting there thinking, and he just looks mad. And I'll be like, you okay Joe? And he's like yeah I'm fine and smiles and I'm like okay. When I worked at the group home
1: (laughs) and we would drop off at the center I would intentionally not talk to him like if when I would drop off I would like find somebody else to talk to because on top of him being over a foot taller than me he just looks like he's not ready to speak to anyone (laughs) so I would go and uh, like seek another human who was closer to my size and looked a little bit more approachable yeah
0: Someone
1: okay. I think he's the only person who have ever actually physically made me feel like I can't talk to them, and I'm not easily easy to intimidate.
0: And the funniest thing is, he's the nicest dude ever. Right. <laughs> but okay, so I want to tell you guys about. Do you want a band aid girl?
1: Oh hell!
0: It's my favorite one though. It's the only one that the ghost has actually talked to me, so I have to. Because, so, it was. What? 3 a.m.? It's around 3 a.m. Fucking witching hour. Yeah. Right? That's the only time ghosts come out is 3 a.m. But it was... I had to go to the bathroom when I was at my friend's house. And it was up in Oregon. And it was one of these really old, old homes. that's this ugly lime green. Just so you guys know. If you want to know the (laughs) color of the house, there was an ugly lime green color. But um, I've... It was 3 a.m. I had to get up and go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and I'm sitting there and, you know, it's 3 a.m. So, of course, you're going to take forever because you really just want to enjoy sitting on the toilet and you don't want to get back up. So I'm just sitting there and sitting there. And then next thing I know, I don't see anything, but it's a little girl's voice. And it's, and she just goes, do you have a Band-Aid? And <laughs> let me tell you, I got out of that bathroom quick. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Like, I don't, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the only girl that
1: talked to me. The only ghost that talked to me. Only my dead relatives talked to me. But I wasn't gonna talk about the lady in my closet. Because that seems to have stirred up some activity around here. But I've been experiencing sleep paralysis again. So super fun. That's what I have for sleeping on my back. I only get sleep paralysis when I sleep on my back. Well, last week I woke up three different times and I had sleep paralysis the three different times. It was Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, not that big of a deal. Just a lot of anxiety, fall back to sleep, go through the week. Wednesday I have awesome sleep paralysis. Lord knows how long it lasts. Probably not very long at all, but it feels like forever, which included the hat man, I hate when I see him. <laughs> Normally I see like this short fat shadow and it just kind of shuffles around. And it's parent. It's like kind of scary, but it's not nearly as bad as when I see the hat man. Cause whenever I see the hat man, he's coming down the hallway and then he stops at the foot of the bed next to where I am. And then the entire body turns I'll and it no. walks around to my boyfriend's side of the bed And then it just stands where he is. And, like, I'm a mom, so I have this inherent need to protect people. So I'm, like, trying to wake myself up. And I tried so hard to wake myself up that I gave myself a cramp in my calf (laughs) so bad that I woke up screaming and I smacked him in the chest. So then he shoots up because I slapped him really hard. And I'm just screaming and I'm like, I got a cramp, I got a cramp, I got a cramp. I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. Yeah. That's also the night that I started getting really sick. Wow. Because on Thursday I came in like 10 times sicker than I was the rest of the week. Yeah. So I don't know if it's connected, but the worst part about all of this, I check my Fitbit after each of these episodes to see what time it is. It's 3.33 in the morning every single time. That's freaky. So I'm pretty sure this ghost is trying to kill me. (laughs) that giving me a heart attack?
0: Yeah. Well, the backstory on why the ghost has started acting up a little bit more at Laura's house is because we we recorded this episode last week, and uh, Laura talked about the ghost, and we made a couple jokes. Um, She has this lady ghost in her closet. And I can't remember exactly what you said, but then we're like, well, maybe it's got a She's got a ghost boyfriend or whatever, and we're making jokes about the ghost boyfriend.
1: Because there was all those weird noises going on, and you said how she has a ghost boyfriend, and I was like, yeah, well, they might be getting ghost giggity. Oh, yeah. Ghost giggity. Ghost giggity, because I'm a 12-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you have to say it. Um, I could say the hokey pokey. Yeah. Which is how I refer to things around my child.
0: Yeah, the hokey pokey. You know, I'm
1: super awesome at parenting and I talk about <laughs> shit like that in front of my kid.
0: Yeah, but so we wound up talking about that last week and we recorded on Sunday. So and it was pretty late in the evening Sunday when we finally started actually recording just oh, like tonight. Time now, <laughs> Yeah, because we can't stop talking about other things, obviously. And so, yeah, then the next three days you had that. That's yeah. crazy. Like
1: super crazy. So, I don't know if it's connected. To me, it is. I think it's connected. Yeah. And I haven't seen her. She's not been in the closet. Because she's in the side of the closet. She's actually in my boyfriend's side of the closet. Because every, since I've had her, which actually has been four places I've lived in, I got her in 2012. I lived in another former crack den. <laughs> and um, I noticed it about a week into moving in. I, I, originally, I thought I was hallucinating because I only ever saw her when I was drunk. Yeah. And she'd be chilling in my closet hanging out by the hot water heater. And she's just chilling, hanging out. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't ever bother me. She's never scared me. But she was just hanging out there. And it's the first night it scared me because I was drunk and I didn't know what was going on. So I go in to get my neighbor, and I'm like, dude, there is a fucking lady in my closet. <laughs> so I'm 23, and I make my 18-year-old neighbor go check the closet for me. Yeah. Because that makes perfect sense. I'm the one with the gun, and I make the teenager go look.
0: Oh, hell no. I wouldn't go in my
1: closet. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my neighbor goes and checks, and she's like, there's nobody in your closet. Go to bed. So I tell her good night, and I go, and she's still in the closet. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. So I just leave the closet shut, and I go, and I get some sea salt. Cause I watch way too much TV. (laughs) And so eventually about a year and a half, I move out and I go stay with my cousin. And while I was living with my cousin, I literally only lived there for four months. Um, but I started off in the first bedroom and if I let the closet door open, I noticed that the ghost from my old apartment decided she must like me because I saw her again in this new apartment in this house. We were living in a house. And she would just, same, she would just hang out in my closet. She never did anything. She doesn't bother me. There was a little, my cousin's ex-boyfriend's son was living with us. And he would come in the room with me all the time and hang out. We would watch cartoons and eat popcorn. He never saw her. I was the only one who saw her. But whenever she would show up, my cousin's little boy, who was a year older than my daughter, would start crying. Because he was a little baby at the time. He would start crying. So if she would like randomly materialize in my closet, I would have to take the baby out and take him back to his mom. Yeah. So that was happening. And when her and the boyfriend moved out, I moved into the master bedroom and you'll remember this. I got a Chihuahua and he would start barking out the closet for no reason. He did not like my closet. And... If we left the closet open for whatever reason, the dog would go bananas. Yeah. So I would have to keep it closed, but then he'd figure out how to get it open anyway. stupid little shit. <laughs> um, and then when we moved from there, I was staying with my parents for a couple of months right after I found out I was pregnant. And she would be, she followed me from that of house, then to my parents' house, and then again to our next apartment that we were staying in that we were in for just under a year. Um, She was there still the entire time, still in my fucking closet. She's always in my closet. When we moved back in with my parents, the last time she wasn't there. And then I've moved back in with my parents a lot, apparently because (laughs) she must not like my parents house except for the one experience. Cause then when I went back to live with my cousin at a different apartment, She was in my closet for a short period of time. And then she just didn't show up again. And I think it's because my cousin had, um, I was technically living in her house to keep it from being burglarized while she was staying with family in another state. Yeah. So when my cousin moved back in with us, she also brought um, a blessed rosary with her, which was in her room. With her and her son. But we still. We had a blessed rosary in the home. And we had her grandfather's ashes. Because she had a portion of his ashes. Um, Both of those were in the home. And I didn't see her again. Until we moved back in here. Until we moved in here. And that's been a year. Yeah, It's been a little over a year. Almost a year and a half since we moved in here. And from my bed. We've got two closets. So he has his own closet to the left. And I've got mine to the right. Well mine is and I can't see into my closet from my side of the bed because it's on the same wall but I can see directly into his closet next to the bathroom door and that's where she is (laughs) she just chills out right there in the closet Hanging next to the bathroom Yeah, she must really love being near a restroom
0: and hearing people poop Mm
1: -hmm. awkward really that's really awkward (laughs) I'm not using
0: the bathroom here
1: (laughs) you (laughs) don't have to worry about it that's my kids bathroom you'll just hear the dragon
0: Just tear
1: the dragon. The dragon in the closet. Yeah. We got all sorts of awesome things going on around here.
0: There's one upstairs, too. Oh my god. She is.
1: She is a fucking dragon. And the worst part is, she is petite. Yeah. Like RC.
0: Petite. Oh my god. She's tiny. Yeah.
1: But it is like. (laughs) Like that. (laughs) (laughs) I was picking pick up my foot really high. I didn't realize I was there. Yeah, there's like, a bar there. loud. Like, super loud. She is so fucking loud. Uh, and I don't know if it's her or the kid. She's got, like, a 13-year-old kid. So, like, you know the kid is small. Yeah. But, oh, my God. <laughs> the worst humans on the planet. <laughs> so, you want to talk about another experience? I just went on a 20-minute tangent about the bitch in my closet.
0: It was only, like, six minutes. You're good.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
0: We both talked about two things, huh? Yeah. Oh, hell. And then we talked about aliens and true crime. So. It's totally a ghost. <laughs> it's totally a ghost. It's the ghost in the closet with the
1: can of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> she got thirsty. The can of the Dr. Pepper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Laura bribes her ghost with Dr. Pepper.
1: That would be the first time I bribed someone with Dr. Pepper this month. (laughs) (laughs) This month? Uh, The sad part is we're only four days into the month.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And two of those days are weekends. We haven't even came up with, like, a slogan to say at the end.
1: Do we need one?
0: No. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to We Love Dead Things. You can find us on Podbean at We Love Dead Things, Instagram at We Love Dead Things, Facebook at We Love Dead Things, and on Twitter at We Love Dead Thing because we can't have an S.